think you have a gambling problem at all? No, because I can stop gambling. I have a competition problem. Welcome back to the competition problem with Ben Bobick and Mike Ionello. It is BGA Championship Week. Major Championship Week. Gotta love it. Down in South Carolina, it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, Mike is, is showing off. Is has got some PGA Championship trip over there, Mike? Yeah, from the uh, 2019 PGA Championship that me and my father went to at Beth Page Black. Who won the 2019 PGA Championship? Brooks Kepka. Excellent. It's going to be a fun week down there at Kiwa, the ocean course. Look, the course looks dialed in from the pictures and the, and the gorgeous we've seen. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. And this has hosted a PGA Championship before. Was it 2012? 2012. It, yeah, yep. Roy McIlroy won by a record six or eight strokes, whatever it was. Eight, eight strokes. Just eight dust in the field. Yeah for a major championship. So it's back. It's going to be a lot of fun. But uh, before we dive into the PGA Championship, we're going to kind of recap the weekend. Um, some fun stuff, I guess. A lot of baseball. Um, didn't pay too much attention to uh, the, the NASCAR race too much. Uh, we've been locked in on some playoff hockey this weekend. Yeah, probably take a little break from NASCAR here. It's, there's a lot not going on. And, you know, NASCAR is just not exactly at the top of my priority. Um, Bowman won, didn't he? Alex Bowman won, yes. Kyle Larson was close. He led him oh, much saw, of the and then he I saw the good old our boy our boy Billy Byron ran great again. I saw Hendrick finish one through four, I believe. There you go. Denny Hamlin did not win. Nope. So uh but and then the things got a bit wild down there at uh Byron Nelson as well. We went low like we thought it would too. Really low. Yeah. Yeah, it went way low. Uh Sam Burns. Played great again. Uh, couldn't couldn't win again, but who won? KH Lee, right? Mm-hmm. Good for good for KH Lee. Absolutely closed out closed out the field nicely on Sunday. He deserves it. So we had obviously had a lot of bets going out there. What was your um? What was your best call from the past weekend or week rather? My best call from the week actually was yesterday. Uh, FanDuel had a boost I took that was Boston and Colorado to win, boosted to plus one seventy. Um. My thought process there was there's, you know, there was zero chance Colorado was losing. Uh, and I mean, they were minus 335. <laughs> it was about, I can't remember ever seeing a favorite that big for a playoff game, minus 335. Um, so Colorado is basically a f- gimme. So basically, you got Boston who closed minus 140 at plus 170. So I, I was pretty content, you know, going in on basically getting Boston to swing that much. And obviously, they came away with the overtime win and, then you know Colorado smoked St. Louis, so that was pretty. That was a pretty solid plus one seventy to, to kind of kick off the NHL playoffs. Yeah, it's been it's been a solid start thus far. Some really good some really good games thus far, um, as we expected to. And only going to get better because a lot of series haven't even begun yet, which is kind of which is weird in its own right, but also kind of. So, it's there's know. literally a regular season game on today before the Pens game. It's so stupid. <laughs> It, it is, but at the same time, like, oh, I can't wait to see that series get get going because we're already, you know, the East is already, you know, two games in. There's, we're yeah. shifting, we're shifting locations in the East. So, uh, my my best call was probably not betting more than I did because I'm pretty cold right now. I haven't been placed in a lot of very good bets, so my best call was just not betting more than I did and losing more money because, um, 
yeah, it's been tough for me. It just a lot, a lot, I haven't been too good with the golf recently. Uh, and a couple bets that kind of fell through with that, and then um, didn't have a good too too good of a start with hockey. So um, looking to rebound, but best call was kind of just uh, taking my medicine, if you will. We'll leave it at yeah. that. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't golf last two weeks of golf. We haven't been good, but this is you know hockey. Hockey, I've still been doing pretty good. I died the Penguins today, which helped. Um, baseball, I got cold for a, a big stretch there, but yeah. yeah. What was uh what was your worst call from this past week? I'm gonna go to baseball. Um, this actually was from last Tuesday, so it kind of happened after the pod. Uh, but I had Miami money line plus a hundred on Tuesday against Arizona. Uh, I've been fading Madison Bumgarner for two years now, and it worked out great last year. He was horrific, but I think he might actually be good again because he's burned me now like three, four games in a row, and now I'm starting to think he might be good again. Uh, Arizona won that game 11-3. Bumgarner went seven scoreless innings, gave four hits, had nine Ks, just totally <laughs> shut the door on Miami. So but Bumgarner may be back, so I may, I may have to stop betting against him. I love that. I love seeing Madison Bumgarner pitch pitch well again. And I hate that you got burned on it, but maybe maybe we could flip the tide and, and start putting on it. It took me longer than it should have, but I have learned my lesson. So I'm off the fade Bumgarner train. There you go. So uh, my, my worst call was probably the the under in the uh, Lightning Panthers game one, which was just absolutely bananas from the get go. <laughs> you knew the series, yeah. You knew the series was gonna be uh, was gonna be. Di- Dang good, but like, don't, like we were like five, ten minutes into that. I'm like, yeah, this bet ain't hitting today. No, it was just, was... They were... Yeah, we also were totally wrong about our Kucherov would be rusty. Oh, Kucherov yeah. can't just step off the street and play in the playoffs. Well, Ben apparently he could. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just terrible. So I think the under, the what the the under at six, and what was the final? I mean, what four three? Like so five, like, five to four. Five four. So. It just was never in the cards there, so it was tough. But what about what about a bet you made that you'd make again? I'm going with the Florida Panthers in that game one because that, that was about as even a game as you're going to get. Uh, you know, typically the, the stuff you can uh, – it's more, you know, predictable and repeatable is the five-on-five play, not so much the power play. I mean, Tampa went three for four on the power play. It's pretty much how they you got know, all their goals. But to me, if you watch that game – that was about as coin flip as a game can get. Panthers are plus 110, which is way more than a coin flip. So I would make that bet again because that was an absolute – that could have came down to whoever, you know, should have gone to overtime probably. So I'll take that plus 110 again. Yeah, mine – I don't know. Mine, mine would probably – I'm between a couple here, but I feel like uh, – I feel like mine would be the, um, the Bruins money line. Just because I would always just – I just like taking the Bruins in the playoffs because they're always a good team. And I don't think the Caps are really – I mean, it's going to be a good series, obviously. I mean, they're, they're... – Espe- Yeah, especially uh, you take that bet again. If, if someone told you ahead of time, hey, if you bet the Bruins here, there's a good chance the starting goalie is going to get hurt by this in the game and you're going to get the rest of the game with a backup goalie. You probably right. felt pretty confident when Vanacek lost. Right, exactly. But, but also just for the fact that, like, it's like, you know, you better either side, like you're happy when they lose. So it's like, I bet the Bruins like, Hey, if they win, at least I'm winning money on it. Sure. So like yeah. that's how I, so I would bet it again because like, Oh, if they win, like at least I'm winning some bucks on it. So it's not the, not the worst. Cause I would love to see them both, you know, lose if they could, but I would definitely make that one again. Head your happiness a bit. 
Exactly. And it could have went either way. It was a good game. Went to overtime. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. I've been hedging my happiness betting on the Red Sox because <laughs> they're actually good. So it's like, I might as well win money. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we got a lot of good stuff on tap here. The PGA Championship this week. We've been talking a little bit about it. We've been teasing a little bit about it. Let's give out some picks when we come back. What do you say, Mike? Yes, sir. Let's bounce back a little bit. For Mike Inell, I'm Ben Bobick. Thank you for listening to the competition. Problem. We're diving into the PGA Championship when we come back. Support for the Chat 10 Sports Podcast Network is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. And guys, we've all been there in the shower, trying to clean up a little bit and trim up, you know, make it nice looking. And all of a sudden, we find out the hard way how wide those teeth are on those old-style trimmers. Well, that's why Manscaped has completely redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, and they just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Now, go to manscaped.com, and with our code CTS20, you get 20% off and free shipping. I said 20% off and free shipping when you go to manscaped.com and use our code CTS20. We hope you enjoy, and let's get back to the episode. Welcome back into the competition problem with Ben Bobick and Mike Ionello. The 2021 PGA Championship coming to you from Kiowa Island, South Carolina, the Ocean Course. The second time it's hosting the PGA Championship, I believe. Um, at least definitely the second time in the last decade, which would be a lot of fun. The second major, uh, the second time it's back in May. Uh, obviously, last year uh, with COVID, it was, it was screwed around after 2019 being in May for the first time. So... Um, it's a, it's a long course what I've been seeing when it's nearly 8,000 yards, Mike. Yeah. 7,876 yards, I believe is what I saw as listed at going to play, uh, which makes it the longest major in history. Gotta love that. Gotta love that. Yeah. It's going to be hard trouble everywhere. So, you know, it should be interesting. Uh, we've, I've got, we, like you, you've touched on, we've kind of, you know, We've had two. We we're, we were on a good little stretch. Had like you know probably two two bad weeks in a row now. So I loaded up the card. It's a major. I got six guys written down, and I'm going with you know I'm going with my guys. This is a major. This is you ride with your guys. You ride with. So this is going to be a very good buddy Mike selection as you as I'm sure you are expecting. Excellent. Go ahead. Fire some off. All right. So my favorite play this week, BVE, baby. We're going big Vic energy. Love Victor Hovland this week. Um, you know, kind of had a little lull there where he had a couple down weeks, but he seems back. He's been back-to-back third-place finishes. Uh, he's third in the field in strokes gain off the tee in the past 24 rounds. He's sixth on tour, tee to green. Fourth in total strokes gained. He's, he's actually first on – he leads the tour in scoring average this year. He's second in birdie average, so – I just, he has the perfect game, I think, for this uh, kind of course where he's very long off the tee, but he's also straight, great iron plays. You know, we saw Morikawa get his last year, and th- those two are going to be kind of compared for the rest of their careers, I think. So I think you saw Morikawa get his last year. I think Hovland does it this year. He's plus 220 to win, uh, plus 2200 to win, plus 225 for a top 10, which I love. So I'm probably going to take both of those on our guy, Big Vic Energy. BVE, I love it. Yeah, he's um, it'd be cool to see him win a major. 
I think I like Daniel Berger this week. That was my second pick. Yeah, Daniel Berger's been uh, T3 last week at Byron Nelson. I mean, he's one of those guys that's had a career resurgence. He's won a few tournaments, and he's very much always in the mix. And coming off a good week, it'd be kind of cool to see him win a major championship. And it, and it could be at this long course um, at, at Kiowa. Yep, love Berger. I cashed him on the top 10 last week. Um, that was the only bet I won. Like you said, he's been playing great. He's got he's played nine tournaments this year. He's got five top tens. Yeah, you got him at top ten for uh, plus two seventy five here. I mean, he'd probably yeah. get a decent number of top twenty too, huh? He's, plus he's plus one thirty eight on a top twenty. On Fanduel, he's plus one fifty. There you go, even better. I mean, come plus on, th- I like three three twenty for a top ten. Yeah, I like I like that a lot. I really do. Me too. I love Burger. I had him down. He was my second guy. Uh, so I'll jump to my third guy then. This one's going to be a bit of pain. This is a guy I know I know you love. Um, he's going to make you a little bit nervous, but I like Tony Fino. He's, you know, he's just always in the mix in the majors. In the last 12 majors, he has eight top tens. That's unbelievable. Uh, he's another one, you know, great off the tee, very long. He's 10th on tour in strokes gained tee to green. He was fourth in last year's PGA Championship. He was 10th at the Masters a couple weeks ago, plus 360 for a top 10. Tony Finau is always in the top 10. Come on. you can. And then he's he's plus 150 for a top 22. But uh, Finau's another guy. I, I, I'm, I'm going to take Holland and Berger to win. I'm not taking Finau to win. He's not going to win. But he'll be in the mix. Yeah, I, I, I always love a good Tony Finau bet. I agree. Um, but for me, I, I look like you look at some of the favorites, and you look at all the obviously all the top names that are you know the, obviously at the top like Rory and John Rom, Justin Thomas, Spieth, DeChambeau, um, Xander Shoffley. I want to back one of those guys this week, and I would love to see it happen. And I feel like it'd have to be Jordan Spieth. He's playing some pretty good golf this year. He's been playing golf well recently, um, and, and I think he could he could really make a run. He's going to become the sixth golfer ever to complete the career grand slam if he wins the PGA Championship this week. It's been a fun storyline to follow. So I, I like Spieth to compete this week. I mean, if, if I'm looking at those uh, at those top uh, top favorites, if you will, I think Spieth's probably my favorite out of the bunch. Yeah, love it. Uh, I like Spieth a lot. Like you said, it would, it'd be a great story. You know, he already had the comeback in the first win. Now get the other major off his the last major off his belt. Like it. Um, my next guy I'm going with, you know, you look at majors, especially PGA, you look at this course, it's supposed to have 10 mile an hour, win, double digit mile an hour wins all four days. It's going to be windy. It's going to play hard. I always like going with the Englishmen when I know it's going to be super windy and, and rough conditions. I'm going with Matthew Fitzpatrick. Um, he's admitted, he, he, he says it all the time is he doesn't love those, you know, pile up birdie courses he likes the ones where par is a good score um seven starts this year he's got six top 20s five top 10s he's another one sneaky he's not too super long but he's accurate off the tee so you know he'll be living in the fairway all day which a course like this with that rough you want to be in the fairway great putter great driving accuracy so you can get fitzpatrick plus 230 for a top 20 plus 155 for a top 30 and then i really like him plus 400 uh, for top Englishmen, you know, that kind of just, you know, it's basically down to him, Hatton and Fleetwood. So, you know, Hatton, Fleetwood doesn't scare me really. Hatton, 
it's basically him down to him or hat and you're getting plus 400. So I, I like Fitzpatrick and that little prop as well. Yeah, that that's, that's pretty fun there. Uh, I don't hate that. Uh, hate that at all. I'm surprised if you're going to go English, I'm surprised you wouldn't go uh, our boy, major, major golfer, Tommy Fleetwood, although he's been playing too well. Though. Yeah. He's just, he hasn't played well all year. He had the, he had, I think he played decently at one of the tournaments, but for the most part, hat scares me more than Fleetwood to be honest. Yeah, there you go. That, that's a that, that's a good point as well. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm not gonna go with the European, but I'll go with uh, the country that's occupied by a European country and that's not occupied but ran by one. I like Mark Leishman this week. Mark Leishman, Australian. He's a guy that's played uh, played some of these long courses as well. I mean, to, you know, you look at look at the two majors that are on the on the sheets this week or this year. And it's, it's here at Kiowa, which is a long course. And you look at Torrey Pines, also coastal courses there on the ocean. It just seems uh, from reading up on it, it just seems like Mark Leachman's game sort of kind of plays into these courses. So he could be uh he's a, he's one of those ones. that's a long shot for you that you don't got to bet. You bet on the win and you, you get some decent bucks. But I mean, if you look at him for a, um, I'm looking at a, like a top 20, you can get them at plus two twenty five for a top twenty on DraftKings, um, and I'm looking I'm looking even on uh, FanDuel now to see if, if it's even better, better odds at least. But I think Leachman could be have a successful week this week. Plus two eighty yeah. on uh, FanDuel. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, like you said, this 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 type of course just fits his game perfectly. Excellent. Um, I'm taking another. You know, we look at looked at. I'll think back to Colin Morikawa's PGA Championship last year. And when you, when you think of Morikawa's game, you think, okay, he's an elite ball striker. And if he puts it decently, he's going to win. And that's exactly what he did. So I'm back in someone with the exact same profile. Elite ball striker. Just got to hope he can putt. That's Corey Connors. Ninth strokes gained T to green. Sixth in approach. And, and Corey Connors has played well in, you know, these big fields this year and, and you're getting him. He's plus 7,000 to win plus 500 for a top 10. So, you know, he, he's very much down in the, in the long shot category. And in these big fields, he was third at the Arnold Palmer. He was seventh at the players. He was eighth at the masters. He was fourth at the RBC heritage. So, so he's proven in these with good fields, you know, he can compete and he, he can finish in the top 10. So if you really want to take a long shot, like I said, plus 500 for a top 10, but he's plus 190 for a top 20, which I love. I love Corey Connors for that, for that top 20 spot. That's cool. And he's been playing some good golf this week. That's really all the names I really had. I'm, I'm keeping it to, to, a, to a simple week. I, I like I like the guys that I like, and I'm not going to – I mean, I know, I know you like beefing up for a major, and it's fun like that, but <laughs> – been on golf every go. single week, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change my I'm not gonna change my flow just just because it's a major championship. At least in my mind, I, I like the guys I like with the course and we'll ride with them. I also All probably right. have another bet too. I'll probably get to, but teaser. That's 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 in the being the biz call it tease. Uh, last one I'm gonna throw out is Ke- you know Keegan Bradley. Um, had success in the PGA. He won it 20 years ago. He won his first in his first ever major major debut. Won the 2011 PGA Championship. Following year, when in the 2012, when it was here, he finished third. And, you know, his form right now is about as good as it's been since 2012. So he's been playing great. He's got four top 20s in his last seven starts, seven straight top 30s. He's another one. Thir- he's third on tour in total driving, fifth in T to green. You can get a plus 200 for a top 30. 
So, you know, I love that value on, on Keeks down there. Keegan, he has been playing some really good golf this year, at least the last month or so. So I don't, I don't hate that at all. It should be a fun week. I mean, I'm, I, it's just, I mean, anytime major championship golf is on, it, it's always a good week. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun to see it. I always enjoy the PGA Championship. I feel like it's one of the more underappreciated uh, majors. And uh, it also has one of the better, most probably the more, one of the more underrated trophies in sports too, the Wanamaker Trophy. The Wanamaker. That puppy's fat. <laughs> it's a sweet trophy. It is a sweet trophy. It's what I, I'm. I, I like that it's, on the record. It's, it's also one of the best names of a trophy. <clears throat> oh, 100. It, it is a fat trophy. Now I, I love that I'm putting on the record that it is one of the most underrated trophies in sports. Yeah, I agree with you 100. It's so great. So, uh, great. So let's let's give some uh, let's give some best bets out there. Um, we got obviously probably have some golf in there. We got a playoff hockey going on. We got baseball. We got playoff basketball as well the playing tournament kicking off uh wednesday night so a lot of good stuff so when we come back here on the on the competition problem we are going to dive into our best bet segment do you live in the chattanooga area or the greater chattanooga area and you're looking for a great spot to grab some delicious food with the family or say you want to grab a patio spot and enjoy some appetizers with a cold adult beverage What's up, you guys? It's Trey Wynn from Chat 10 Sports, and I'm here to tell you that Parkway Poorhouse is the perfect spot for either occasion. You can go to parkwaypoorhouse.com and plan your visit today, and be sure and tell the guys the Chat 10 Sports crew sent you. Welcome back into the competition problem with Ben Bobick and Mike Ionello. It is best bet time, and we have a lot to choose from this week. The PGA Championship, playoff hockey, Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer, if you're into that, we got we got it all going on. NBA playoffs, of course. So, uh, how did we do last week? I know I had a pretty bad week. I think. Yeah, let's, let's not talk about it. Let's just move on. Okay, even better. We don't even going to talk about. It. We're moving straight on. Uh, I imagine who picks first. It is a good question. Who picks uh, first? I don't remember. How did we go? I think me. Yeah, me. I I did better. Than yeah, you before, did. So. Yeah, you went. You went all first right. on last time. My first pick, I'm going to Kiwa. You know, we, we kind of threw out a lot of the, the mid, mid-card mid names. Obviously, you know, you brought up Spieth, but we didn't really talk about any of the big guns. So in case you're a guy who, you know, doesn't watch as much golf and doesn't necessarily know who all these, the, you know, mid-card names are, and you want to focus on the big guns, I'll give you a big gun. Round one matchup, I'm taking Justin Thomas plus 160 over – Rory McIlroy and Brooks Kepka in round one. Uh, I don't really trust Kepka. I don't, you know, I don't trust that he's healthy and he hasn't played well. He missed the cut last week and he just hasn't, you know, been himself since the knee injury stuff. And then Rory's a guy I definitely want to fade this week. You know, it, it, it almost, he's almost, he makes so much sense where you have, he won, you know, he's back. He won, he won the tournament two weeks ago and Oh, the last time the major was played here, he dusted the field and won by eight strokes. Oh, it, like it makes too much sense to, to for Rory to like be a top guy here, uh, which is why I kind of want to fade him because golf often often doesn't make sense. And then you know, Justin Thomas is one of the best players in the game. You're getting him plus one sixty, so I, I love the value on JT in, in the spot over those two guys. Who I'm kind of looking to fade both of them, and if I can do it with the guys as good as Justin Thomas at that number, sign me up. You can definitely see Justin Thomas winning this tournament this week, as in every yep. tournament he plays in, kind of just like that. 
Brooks needs to go get his knee figured out. He just needs to just go get surgery and get it done and, and move on. And yeah. um, and I definitely definitely feel the fading of the uh, of Rory just because of the history and he won recently and just doesn't really. I mean, my compete too, a little it's bit. Too, it's yeah. too obvious that like if Rory was going to win, like golf betting mm. would be easy. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So I, I like that bet a lot. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with the first round matchup too. And I'm gonna go probably the opposite side of the spectrum. Um, he he had a really good. He had a pretty good week this past week down in Texas at the ATT Byron Nelson. Um, he's a guy that that I think is playing some decent golf. That I think he could beat these two guys in round one, and that's Chattanooga's own Harris English, who's matched up with Alex Noren and Stuart Sink in the first round. Round one matchup. You get him on DraftKings plus one seventy for Baylor school grad Harris English against Noren and. And Stuart Sink, who is a major champion in his own right, don't get me wrong. But I think Harris English is playing some good golf. He was T13 at the Byron Nelson. Um, so uh, yeah, I remember that, Ben. We bet against him. Yeah, we did. So I'm gonna flip this <laughs> flip the coin here. I think I think Harris English can get himself in a in a good position to to maybe compete a little bit in this in this major championship. I, I think it would be very cool to see him do so. He's been playing well the last year, and I think he it's about that time he can really kind of dial one in and try to compete for a major championship. So I like him in round one over Norn and uh sink the way i look at these matchups too is like if you watch enough golf like you know unless it's a huge you know eric van vruyen against you know john rom like for the most part these matchups are pretty even and like they're essentially coin flips at the end of the day it's you're hitting a tiny white ball into a little hole so you're getting a plus 170 on essentially coin flip (laughs) yeah oh yeah exactly and it's fun Um, that's why we do it my my second pick i'm going to the ice uh you know, it's it's weird to say game one on a Wednesday, but I'm taking the Edmonton Oilers to win in regulation at plus 100 for game one. I was going to take them just to win. When I wrote it down this afternoon, they were minus 145, and now they've creeped up past their 150 barometer. They're up to like 165. Uh, so I guess I'll go with the in, re- in uh, regulation win at plus 100 against Winnipeg. Uh, obviously, if you don't watch a lot of hockey, Connor McDavid, you know, out of his mind, he had 105 points in 56 games this year. Uh, second second in the NHL was Leon Dreisaitl with 84, who also plays for Edmonton. And no other player had more than 70. Um, I just Edmonton has dominated Winnipeg this season. They're 7-2 and two in their nine meetings. They've outscored the Jets 34-22. to 22. Just, you know, McDavid's got more points against Edmonton than, or than against Winnipeg than any other team he played this year. So I just think Edmonton's way better. I think this is a huge, huge mismatch. So I'm taking the Oilers to win regulation plus 100 against Winnipeg in game one, finally. Excellent stuff. I love the Oilers. Love McDavid. Love everything that I think it's about. So that, that'll be cool. I'm, I'm, I like that it's in regulation too where you get – you have faith they're going to win in regulation and you get them for even money plus 100. That's pretty nice. So uh, I'm going to go to the diamond actually. I'm going to throw a curveball your way. Um it's just just how it is. And uh, Jack Flaherty's on the hill. I was, I was, I was literally, I was literally too. You just, I started to say, you taking the Cardinals? <laughs> and the Cardinals are minus. I, I'm taking a no. run line against the Buckos. You got Trevor Cahill starting plus 100 for the Cardinals minus one and a half against the Buckos. Flaherty on the hill. We backed them last time. We cruised a victory. I'll do it again against the Buckos. And the Cardinals are 4-0 against Pirates this year. 
So it's not like it's uh, they're they're just kicking their butts. They they've been one five to two tonight. So I I have faith they're gonna they'll dial one in win by you know get win big tomorrow. Second I saw, I was like, that's gonna be Ben's. <laughs> yeah. Why well, hey, why 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 try to fix what ain't broke? Yeah. Or what is broke? Why try? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Uh, my third pick going back to Kiwa. This time I'm going with a full tournament matchup featuring another guy who I'm very much looking to fade this week. I'm taking our boy Victor Hovland, minus 120 over Dustin Johnson. Same thing. Dustin had to withdraw last week because his knee hurt. You know, even if you want to argue he's playing it safe, you know, hoping a a few extra days he'll feel better. Well, what if it doesn't? You know, this is, like we said, this is the longest course in major history. So Dustin Johnson is going to be doing a lot of walking. So we'll see how that knee feels after walking 7,000 feet. Uh, 7,000 over almost 8,000 yards over, you know, however many days. So, and I, like I said earlier, I'm huge on Hovland. I think Hovland could win this. So who knows what D is going to look like. So I'll, I'll take Victor Hovland minus 120 versus Dustin for the whole tournament. Wow. That's a, that's a, that's a big bet there. I feel like good for you. It takes uh the bet against Dustin Johnson. who's obviously, <clears throat> Won a major than last couple, you know, last year. So, but uh, yeah, that's where you're confident in your boy, Big Vic Energy. So uh, I'm all hey, for it. Hey, if he's gonna win the tournament, Ben, it's gonna beat Dustin Johnson. Yeah, I, that would probably make sense. That would probably <laughs> make sense. So I'm gonna go to the hardwood. I'm going to the NBA playing series. Tell me you're taking the Wiz. I'm not taking the Wizards. I'm done with the Wizards. I'm done with the Wizards. Done with the Wizards. <laughs> I am not done. I am just getting started with the Memphis Grizzlies, oh. who, are laying, who are laying four at home against the Spurs. I believe in the the nine ten game in the West. I mean, come on, baby. John Morant was seven of twenty one against the Warriors, an uninspiring performance. He's bouncing back. He might have a triple double against the Spurs on Wednesday night in Memphis. Playing game minus four. You get him at uh, minus one oh nine on uh, DraftKings. I like I like the Grizz. This is tonight, Monday, Wednesday rather. <laughs> tonight, Monday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday night, seven forty. Right. Wednesday night at seven forty. The Grizz and the Spurs. Loser goes home. Loser season's over. So I like the Grizz with their back against the wall at home to to cruise by the Spurs in the playing game. Love that. Yeah, the NBA players are heating up. I believe we're gonna do a NBA little NBA preview. Next episode, get Jamie back on, do a little NBA preview for the playoffs. Hopefully, will we know? Are the the playing games will be done? Right, I think. Uh potentially. I don't know when the. I don't know when the. You know the the first one. Uh, I don't know if they have a day in between or not. Gotcha. Yeah, it's kind of weird how they're doing it with this this playing thing. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 interesting, but I. Uh, I kind of dig it in a way. It, it adds more interest. I mean, we get LeBron and versus Steph in the first round. Like, I mean, in, in a sure. playing game, it's it's pretty fun. So that's where they're they're excited about it. So if you down that alone, it's probably a success. But so why don't you recap our picks for us? Yeah. So I'm taking Justin Thomas plus one sixty over Rory and Brooks Kepka in round one. I'm taking the Edmonton Oilers to win in regulation against Winnipeg game one on Wednesday. I'm taking Victor Hovland minus 120 versus Dustin Johnson for the full tournament in the PGA Championship. 
Ben is on Harris English plus 170 versus Alex Noren and Stuart Sink in round one. He's on the St. Louis Cardinals minus one and a half versus the Pittsburgh Pirates. I'll tell you right now, I'll be betting that with him as well. And then he is on the Memphis Grizzlies minus four against the Spurs on Wednesday. Go Grizz. Go Grizz. Representing Tennessee, baby. Go Grizz. So it's gonna be uh it'll be cool. We had next will be coming in. We'll be uh we'll know that after the first round of the PGA championship, we'll be diving into some basketball. Um it's it's all, all fun all things the, like all that. the NBA, all the NHL series will be underway. Yeah, we'll be we'll be in the thick of it. We'll be very much in the thick of it. So excellent. Always a fun, always a fun show with you, my man. I'm excited to see this this PGA championship play out, and I'm excited to win some money. How about you? Yeah, let's have a good week. For Mike Ginello, I'm Ben Bobic. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening to The Competition Problem.